Cheryl, you lead it. <laughs> I'm just here. All right. Welcome to OG Garden Farm, where the OG stands for organic gardening. I'm Ripley with an I, and today's guest is Switzerland Monroe. Hi. So Switzerland, you've been telling me you've been wanting to do something. I think today's episode should be around starting a garden. I agree. Um, you probably want to make it easy on yourself. Got a lot of inflation going on. It's expensive to get things from the market and the stores. Why not make it easy on yourself and grow it yourself? It's not as hard as people think it is. Yeah, it really isn't. And we'll go over a few easy things we can do to start a simple garden. Anyone can do, even if you live in a closet somewhere. So do you have to use pots and pans? Or, do, or do, does, is it like dirt? Or do, can you use rock? Like what? How do you get started started? I think first you have to figure out where you want to plant your garden, whether it's inside, outside, you know, under your closet, under the bed. There's definitely different places you can do. Would you think that there is there some plant or any way that you would do as a beginner or is it just anything? I think the easiest way to start is just to get some soil and some pots and some seeds. Hmm. Does it matter what kind of seeds? I would get non-treated, non-GMO organic seeds. They are more expensive, but they yield better results in terms of flavor and quality. So is there a specific, like, I don't know, cucumbers or okra or a bell pepper or something? Most people starting a garden are probably intimidated, so we need to start off easy. Oh. I think the easiest plant to grow is pea. Peas? Yes, peas, especially yellow or green pea variety. Wow. They're extremely easy, and they are amazing in terms of nutrition and flavor. I agree with that statement. So peas, getting started with that. So you said first you would need soil and a pot. So now you have your seeds. So what's the next step? Step number two is you need to find a water source. You need to soak the soil and bury some seeds about six inches down. One or two per pot because pea can grow huge. Whoa. Is that how you get it germinated? Yes. So it'll take a couple of days to germinate, and then you'll see the first little sprout in probably about anywhere from five to seven days. So patience is important in this yeah make sure you have them in good lighting too if they're outside try to make sure they don't get too much shade or they might grow a lot of mildew on them but then you don't want them to be too hot though do you because we're in texas the heat is definitely a killer if you have the ability to have a shaded but sunny place that's definitely what you want about half shade is ideal for texas so is there any type of Special fertilizers you would use besides just the soil once you started getting it planted? Do you move it anywhere? You really don't want to move them a whole lot. You want to put them in the place that they're going to do the best. Like I said, they get a little bit of shade, a little bit of sun. It's going to do them the best here in Texas. In so terms that, of fertilizer, I mean, 
you can get soil fertilizers, you can get foliar sprays, which is like you spray the plant itself and it absorbs it, or you drench the soil and the soil absorbs it. But if you get really good soil, like Fox Farms, Big Roots, Black Gold, uh, some of the stuff from Home Depot isn't very good. Uh, you could go to a soil company if you wanted to. Uh, in terms of potting soils in a bag, the ones that I buy are Fox Farms. Hmm. But there are other organic options like Premier and Big Roots, SunGrow, Black Gold. What size pot would I use, though, if I was going to grow those peas? A smaller one, a medium? You want a pretty good size pot, probably something that you can put maybe like four or five liters of soil in to begin with and then you can add another four or five liters of soil on top of that what about using a tub or something could you use that oh yeah using containers like the plastic bins we store clothes or whatever in i actually love using those just drill some holes in them put a little bit of rocks at the bottom to help it drain then fill the rest with soil but you always want to leave a couple of inches from the top of the lid because if it's all the way full, your water is just going to pour out of your pot. How often should I water? Each plant is going to be different. Something like pea can pretty much be watered all the time if you want. Once a day should be completely fine for pea. And then how long will I have until I can actually get a product that I can eat? The cool thing about pea is that it can technically be a microgreen, so you can actually eat it immediately if you want. Ooh. There's things called sprouts, which is the seed, the root, and then maybe a day or two of sproutage. If you, eat, you can eat the entire thing if you wash the dirt off, like the seed, the root. Like pea is awesome. Like, you can do a lot with peas. Pea shoots. But if you want to wait to grow out, the plant is always edible at any stage. That's why I love pea. You can grow it out huge and to where it seeds to where you can get more peas, which is what I would recommend. But if you want to, you can literally just grow it for a couple of days and eat the entire thing. Pea is a great starter plant. Are there anything I should be worried about, like me growing things and insects coming or coming to devour it. Yeah, there's always going to be problems with insects. Do you have any tips to keep them away without having to poison your Yeah, plant? pretty much the most organic method is to manually remove pests with your hands. So it's a down and dirty job. It is, but there's also something called BT that you can get that's technically an organic larvicide. That's very effective against most insects that are going to eat your plant. Nice. So now that you have, so you can eat it at any time and you're getting it going and you're getting it clean and all of that. Let's say you do let it get bigger and you let it get to have more seeds. How long do you think it will take before you can get something like pods or something? Like pods? Mm-hmm. That's going to depend on each variety. It could be anywhere from three to four months for something like that. Hmm. So, again, the key is patience. You must make sure that you have the right lighting. How much light and sun are they going to need? 
Well, if you have a direct sun, which means it's always getting sun from sun up to sundown, we call that full sun. In Texas, that's going to destroy your plants. Um, I would recommend if you have a full sun place to use shade cloth and reduce the light to about 50%. So that's really the sweet spot. If you can give it 50% shade through the day and 50% light, that's perfect. Also, some suggestions for growing things is herbs. You can always have a herb. Herbs are great. They're flavorful. They're nutritious. They're medicinal. I'd suggest lemon balm is probably going to be the well, easy is subjective, but a lot of the herbs are actually very sensitive. Like basils are very sensitive to temperature and moisture. Um. I think I like mint. I think mint is definitely the easiest, but it's difficult because it grows so fast and aggressively it can take over an entire area. So if you're doing mint, don't plant it in the ground, plant it in container. But that leads me to another gardening tip. What if you want to do raised beds or something in the ground and not in containers or pots and things? I suggest you go out and you find a pallet and you break down the pallet and then take the planks and make a little box. It's pretty much going to cost you nothing but your time. Hmm. You can reuse the nails if you can, but you don't have to. You can use brand new hardware. But just make a little box, put it on the ground, throw some soil in it, whether it's something you dig up from the ground or buy in a bag. And that's an easy way to start just having raised beds where you can grow flowers, herbs, vegetables, whatever you want. I mean, that's what we do at our farm. We just get cheap, untreated wood. Uh, If it is treated, make sure there's a barrier between the wood and the soil. Um, Some of the newer treatments aren't as toxic or they're not toxic at all. But those are going to cost you a lot of money compared to the more traditional treated woods. But they do make untreated wood. The only problem with it is it's going to rot on you. So I suggest using cedar wood because cedar wood has a natural oil in it that prevents it from rotting. You're very informative and you know so much about all of this. Are there any other things? Like, how did you learn all of this stuff? I've been gardening and farming my entire life. I've always been growing things like flowers and herbs and I mean, I've done everything from outdoor to indoor. Um, I just love it. It's just been part of my life, the, the entirety of my life. And uh, that's what I do as a living is I make microgreens and sell them to restaurants. See, and all it takes really is a little bit of patience and time. And then you can have a garden. Most people may not necessarily like the fact of bees and all of that coming, but I think it's pretty nifty. Organic gardening is very difficult, but not really because it's just about doing the work. So if you have time to do the work, you're going to be able to do it. If you don't, then uh, good luck because uh, without pesticides and stuff, you will probably get overran by caterpillars. Ew. And those are the wor- those are the ones that you really need to look out for the most. Ants are pretty bad because they can destroy root systems. Ew. 
but caterpillars are gonna be your main enemy at least here in where we are in this part of texas yeah you i think it's something that everyone should do just start small i know so many people that have come to me trying to fix their problems because they started too big and then didn't realize how much work it's going to be. So like even even if you want to get some grow lights and grow a couple of trays of microgreens in your kitchen, that would be a good place to start if you just want to like try growing things. I think the indoor grow setup uh you know, it used to have a connotation as like, oh, you're growing weed. Uh but nowadays it's like regular people have microgreen or herb indoor setups now yeah. like there are kits that you can buy that have the light and the seed and the pods that hold the soil it, it's i'd suggest starting there if you're hesitant but i mean soil and some pots is pretty cheap too so i would go that route if you're just starting out but if you know what you're doing Go ahead and plant a big old garden outside, okay. however big you can, with some rows. Uh, give it some shade if it's in uh, full sun, and and really see what you can do. Um, we can go over types of agricultures in the next couple of episodes, but I think if we start at gardens, it's something that everyone can try to do. All right. Well, thank you for having me on today. Is yeah, anything, you're welcome. Is there anything else you want to tell? people or do you want to save it for next time there's so much to talk about i think any episode could literally be about any topic but we're gonna try and do these types of agriculture because maybe you are a person that already gardens well what's something else that you can do so next episode we're gonna be talking about more larger operations well that sounds exciting until next time, man. I guess this is OG Farm, right? No, no, no. It's OG Garden and Farm, See? where the OG stands for organic gardening. You have to say it all together. I'm your host, Ripley with an I, and your guest has been Switzerland Monroe. See you next time, kids. See you.